Editorial disclaimer, this episode was recorded outside on low quality mics. Therefore, you may hear some clipping or lisping when we are speaking. This is not normal, but it is sure funny to listen to. Enjoy the podcast. Your email absolutely triggers the heck out of me. It drives me crazy because my wiring, my internal approach to life is what? Don't inconvenience people. They've already told you they don't have shirts. Now that you're gonna send them an email complaining to them, telling them how disappointed you are, how frustrated you are, you are now a nuisance, you're bothersome, you're rude. All these things are playing in my head when you're telling me about this email you're sending. Welcome to the Secure Marriage Podcast, where we believe it's possible to fight less, feel understood, and enjoy a deeper connection with your spouse. We're your hosts, Paul and Shannon Elmore, and on today's episode, Paul finally admits that he was wrong and I was right. (laughs) I like the first version better. Okay. So we're taking the podcast on the road. We oh. are we're going for walkies. All right. In between sessions here. So who knows if this will work out or not, but I thought this would actually be a super good topic for a podcast because, well, here's the story. Okay. Well, you tell the story. You got an email about, oh, I about your race oh, that you're okay. doing on Saturday. Yeah. So I'm doing... Uh... And don't make the story long. Just okay. keep to the point. Just stick to the, to the necessities. Got it. So... <laughs> My husband just told me to keep the story short. So I'm doing a Dirty Leprechaun 5K on Saturday, which is basically an obstacle course race and a mud race. Yep. And it's three miles. Yep. And part of the fun for me of doing these is actually the swag that you get. Yes. So the t-shirt, the medal, all the whatever goodies they give you. The tchotchkes. That's what Paul calls them. And today and tomorrow are packet pickups. And I get an email this morning that says, we're sorry to let you know, but basically there was some mix up and you ordered a shirt and we were actually sold out. So we don't have a shirt for you. And, and instead I, they're going to give you a, a mug the, or a beanie they're give or... Me, yes. Ex- instead we'll <clears throat> give you a beanie, which I got too much hair. I don't wear yep. beanies. You can't wear a mug. Yep. Who wants a mug? and or a shirt from last year a shirt from last year yes none of what you wanted no who wants a shirt from last year i didn't earn last year's shirt so what did you do so what did you do so before i cried (laughs) i just yeah i know probably no big deal to some third world problems or something like that i sent an email saying that how disappointed i was but i was i was honest but i was kind about it because i wanted you know i'm disappointed And I said, is there, and I explained about everything. And I said, is there any other shirts possible? No, you you, go into this. So you you explain to them that the race for you is all about being able to put on the shirt at the end and wearing this thing that says you've earned this thing. That's what what you do in the races is most important for you. And now you don't get a chance to do that. And exactly. And how, how strongly disappointed you were. Exactly. Yes. And... And so I asked if there was any possibility that there was any other shirt available because I really, I just want to be able to wear the shirt when I'm done. Yes. Because that's the part that's important to me. And you told me this story an hour ago in between my sessions. Yes. And I then went down and I just got done doing a session. And now we came back up here and I 
you don't know this, but this is what we're talking about. Okay. Um, your email absolutely triggers the heck out of me. It drives me crazy because my wiring, my internal approach to life is what? Don't inconvenience people. They've already told you they don't have shirts. Now that you're gonna send them an email complaining to them, telling them how disappointed you are, how frustrated you are, you are now a nuisance, you're bothersome, you're rude. All these things are playing in my head when you're telling me about this email you're sending. And again, you don't know this is happening yet because this is the very first time yeah, I... I'm telling you that I'm having all these feelings. Wow. Yes. Any feelings about that at the moment? Uh, some very strong ones, yes. Okay, because that's not the end of the story. Okay. But, but what are your feelings when I'm telling you that right now? Well, first of all, I feel very defensive because I, I did not send an email that was complaining. I didn't right. send one that was inconveniencing. Right. I sent one asking, is there any possibility? Yes. Yep. And for you to have all of those feelings yep. that I was doing all those things, that's kind of hurtful. Yeah, it is. Like, it is. I I'm just surprised. And it's interesting because sometimes I think I sense those things from you, even uh -huh. if you don't say them to me. Yep. This is the bag of crazy you married. Yeah. And it's not good. It can be really, really painful when you feel these thoughts in my head. Right. And my actions, my nonverbals kind of communicate that as well. Right. So let me get to the rest of the story. Okay. okay. So I go downstairs and I am about ready to start my session and I am aware of these feelings. I'm aware of how comfortable I am. I'm aware of how disturbing this email feels to me. But then I go, you know what, Paul? This is your crap. This is your stuff that you are struggling with. This is your stuff that you need to work through because her advocating for herself, her trying to get what she wants and or needs. Good morning, nice to see you. You actually stepping up and fighting for something that you want because it's important to you is a wonderful quality and is not wrong at all. There's nothing wrong with it. It's not inappropriate, it's not bad, but it is not me. It is absolutely not the first thing I go to. And so I was able to reframe it in my mind going, you know what? Some people who actually push and advocate for themselves get what they want. <laughs> they actually solve the problem and they don't have to settle for whatever boundary or limitation someone has put in place. Right. And so I was okay with it. I reconciled it within myself internally before I came back up and talked to you. Uh huh. And then I come up and you finish the rest of the story because what happened with your stupid email? So I got an email back saying, oh, I totally understand your disappointment. We actually have men's size medium. Will that work for you? And I was like, yes, that's perfect. I would love that. You just made my day. And, and, so and you got a t-shirt now. Yes. You solved the problem and you got what you wanted and it required you fighting for it, advocating right. for yourself, and being the squeaky wheel. Well, and here's the thing, early in our marriage and even up until just probably a few years ago, I would have just sat in disappointment and yep. done nothing about yep. it. Or I would have asked you to do something for yep. me. Which, which you never like doing. Because if you're hearing my language around this, just it is so hard for me. I hate every minute of it. Right, and so. It's my childhood stuff. And on top of that, you're always telling me everything can be fixed. Yes. And I'm full of crap. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
ignore what I say. My intent for writing that message was to see if there was another option. Yeah. They didn't say that there weren't any right. more shirts. Right. They just said there weren't any more women's size large shirts. Right. So they gave me several different options. Yep. My choice was just to see if they had any other to options. ask for one more option. Yes. And yeah. I would have been okay if they came back and said, no, we don't have any more. Then I would have just said, all right, fine, send yep. me my money back. And yep. then I would have still been disappointed, but at least I did something for myself yes. to help me move past that disappointment and to not just sit in it. Yeah. Where, well, you know this about me is I don't like to change states. Nope. So if I'm sad about something, yeah. it's usually where I stay because yep. I have a difficult time yep. figuring out, oh, that, that I don't have to stay here, yeah. that I can move. I have learned this last year, particularly this last year, as I have been doing all these races, starting out last year, having signed up for a bunch of them and then everything being canceled because of COVID, still wanting to reach and accomplish my goals. Mm -hmm. I sent a lot of emails to mm -hmm. a lot of companies saying, would you be willing to do this so that I can still accomplish my goal? Sure. I didn't send emails to them like the posts that I saw on Facebook of people saying, how dare you say you can't send me my money, how you can't refund me, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, really offensive, really aggressive. Right. They're not the people that are looking for alternatives nope. or options. They just want to voice their displeasure. Right. And, and, that's, and that's not you. No, not at all. Not at all. I learned last year that when you send a kind word yeah. to someone, yeah there's usually an option that yeah. can happen and i'm so and it doesn't hurt to ask and i'm so glad you got a stupid shirt out of this thing <laughs> me and, too i was gonna be so sad <laughs> and it it confirms in me that and this is probably the most important part of this entire podcast my way is not always the right way wait say that again <laughs> <laughs> my way is not always the right way but you might need to say that one more time because there's a trash truck coming by. <laughs> We're gonna wait for the trash truck to get by. <laughs> Here. I'm willing to go on record right now for everyone to hear that my way is not always the right way and that I have to become aware enough to, to know what these fears, limitations, these old childhood stories that are playing in the background right. and are controlling my decisions or my approach to life is probably not the only way to solve problems or to handle life. Right. And your solution, your approach to this problem and getting it fixed worked out better than mine ever would have. Right. And I am so excited that it worked out good. I'm so glad that you get to have a shirt now and you get to do your run and you get to have all the fun things that go with right. it. But this whole morning, this last hour and a half has been an experience where you and I get to redefine our relationship and get one more crappy thing out of the way that ends up oftentimes hurting us right because I'm trying to make you think like I am and you're trying to make me think like you are and the minute I can get into a posture that says wait a second I want to actually consider your approach and let's see what happens with it right rather than pushing really hard to have it done my way right I learned something so today is just as kind of informative or just as um, memorable as that stupid podcast episode <laughs> we did where 
I was convinced that you were wrong when you corrected me and we had it on recording and sure enough, I was the guy who was wrong again. I wanna get into a posture with you as my wife that I can completely trust in your approach to things because you, I don't know if I'm saying this right. The way you do things is just as effective as the way I do things. Yes, even though we do things very, very differently. Yes, and it's killing me to say that, <laughs> but the way you do things is just as effective in this situation, much more effective than the way I would have done it. I need to defer to your wisdom and your approach much more often. Wow, I can't believe I'm saying that out loud. <laughs> you have permission to bring this up later okay. on. I need to defer to your approach to problem solving much more often than I ever have. And if I do that, I'm gonna actually end up in a much better place because we're gonna get better results. Right. Well, and I'm just thinking about even if you had told me how uncomfortable you were with that email that I sent this morning, yeah. that wouldn't have gone over really well. It actually would have just made me question myself and yeah. say, oh, they're going to think that I'm trying to be manipulative yeah. yep. or trying to get something yeah. or be just like every other person out there who yeah. is mad that they didn't get what they were hoping for, demand to have what they paid for kind of thing. Exactly. Then when I did get the email back saying, yes, we've got a shirt, I would have just still been sad because there was something between you and I and, yeah. and how you view me is important to me. Yeah. So knowing that you had a negative view towards me yeah. in that situation just would have been a huge hamper in me making decisions or advocating for myself in the future. Yeah. Here's what's even ironic or funny about this. This is um, the second time this has shown up in the last couple days. I haven't told you about the other one. Well, it feels familiar. <laughs> Do you know so, what the other one was? Um, Where I was super uncomfortable with the way that you were approaching something, even though the way you were approaching it wasn't wrong. No, off the top of my head, I don't know what it is. The other night when we were hungry but tired and we didn't want to make dinner, so we were ordering pizza from Costco. We have Costco pizza on speed dial and so you called up Costco and every other time we call Costco, it rings four times. Someone calls, someone answers. We go, we'd like to have a large pepperoni pizza. Right. They tell us 20 minutes, we go pick it up. Okay. This time you called Costco and what happened? It rang and rang and rang and rang. And rang and rang and rang and rang. And you let it ring for five stinking minutes. It wasn't that long. Felt like it. It was I was going out of my skin because it's like, obviously they're not picking up the phone. Hang up the phone, don't keep the phone ringing and bothering them because they're obviously not answering it. Again, this is my, <laughs> the weirdness that is me, that the bag of that crazy was, that you married that into. That I was bothering someone yes. whose job it is to answer, answer the, the phone. phone and take orders. Yes, yes, and, and I was talking about all that in my head. I said those exact same things to myself in my head and yet you let that stupid phone just keep ringing and ringing. And then finally, I couldn't take it anymore. I said, honey, just hang up and you did. And then you called back and you let it ring for another five minutes. Well, just in case yes. it didn't ring to the right place the first time. Holy cow, I was crawling out of my skin. But this is about me having to work through my stuff. Because right. it's not wrong to call the place who has the pizza, who has the phone number that you're allowed to call and order. And if right. they're not picking up, it's their problem, not ours. Right. But man, it was driving me crazy. So this is twice that I have been able to practice deferring to your approach because your approach is better than my approach. 
that's what this podcast is about. And if, and if you're listening to this podcast while we're taking our walkies through the neighborhood on this beautiful sunny Thursday afternoon right now, and you're going, oh, this is hard. This is what my wife and I go through. We are always arguing about how to get something done. Right. Not even the what, but the how. How to get it done. And you're arguing about whose way is the right way. Air quotes, right way. <laughs> this podcast might be a place to start a conversation and to say, okay, maybe we can be open to considering the approach of our spouse and maybe we can let go of our approach a little bit easier so that pizza or an email, stop it, I'm doing a podcast. So that a pizza or an email doesn't cause an emotional rift between you and your wife. Right. They shouldn't, they shouldn't. And instead, this email situation has now brought out one more area of our life, of our relationship that we need to do better, that we need to do more intentionally. And so this has been a good hour, good hour and a half for me to learn how to do relationship with you better. Right. Let me just ask you this question. No, 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 I'm wrapping it up. Concrete wife. <laughs> yeah. You said this is an area that we need to do better. I see your part in the, no, this is, I'm, you laugh. I see your part in that. Yep. You've recognized yep. that. But what part? Do you need to do better? Yes. Absolutely nothing. This is all me. This one is all me today. You did absolutely nothing wrong. You did everything just right. This is more about a learning or an introspective moment for me as a husband. And then being able to talk about it and share it yes. without me getting my feelings yes. hurt and being mad. And for some people that could really go downhill as yep. well, just even in the sharing. Here's what I've learned about myself. Yep. Here's how I've been thinking about you. Yep. I want to change that and, and a spouse could respond very, very yep. poorly to that. So. so thank you for not responding poorly to that. Thank you for understanding the neurotic <laughs> weirdness that is me. And like I said, I am actively working on trying to see things through your eyes and recognizing your approach actually is more effective than my approach on many, many, many occasions. Well, you do have your work cut out for you trying to see through my eyes. <laughs> I, will, I will let you know get. about that. So anyway, if you're listening to this and you're going, man, this, they're, they're, they're talking to us and you want to actually improve your marriage, you can go to securemarriage.com. That's a good place to start. We actually yep. have a little assessment quiz you can do to rank yourself on the six parts of the secure marriage framework. Or if you have a specific question about your relationship, you can actually email us. You can email me, paul at securemarriage.com or shannon at securemarriage.com. She's apparently the smart one right now, so I just recommend emailing her. <laughs> and we will do our best to kind of respond back to you. And sometimes we'll do a podcast episode with the answer for everyone else to kind of benefit from. So yep. other than that, we are almost done with our walkie. We do about, what is it? A mile and a, just over a mile and a half. Yeah, so this has been a fun walk. Yeah, it has. Thanks for listening, everyone. We will uh, see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. We're your hosts, Paul and Shannon Elmore. And on today's episode, Paul admits that he was right and I was wrong. No. <laughs> Darn it. That's, that's the one. Keep that one. Try again. Try again.